It's the word, bro. Yo, it's your boy Nick Warwick, and I'm here with my guy, Hall of Fame Shane. Yeah, man. What's up? You sound a little, little groggy, man. You just waking up, or you under the weather? What's going on with you? Nah, man. I don't know, man. I was uh, went to the doctor today for an appointment because my eyes, whatever, mm-hmm. must have been in the AC too long because I got cold now, bro. Mm, you sound like Kendrick Lamar when he get into that low voice, man. He's like, <laughs> making that money like K Dot. That's what you doing? You making money like Kendrick? Wish. Wish upon a star. Yo, let's 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 keep it a stack. This whole podcast, we're gonna keep it a super duper stack. We're gonna keep it one triple O, a thousand. I am a thirty-year-old black male living in New York that still lives with his parents. And you know, saying it out loud here is refreshing, but hearing it back when it like reverberates through my brain, it's like, ugh. Come on, Nick. Same thing, bro. Yeah. Yeah, we went to high school together, bro. We went to Mount St. Michael High School in the Bronx. And um, we went to a good high school, but no. Squandered around a lot of opportunity. I didn't really have much interest in school, even though I felt like I was a smart guy. But how smart are you if you have opportunity and don't take, take full advantage of it, right? But... Just, just think that you don't know that you, and there's knowledge that's to be obtained. I feel like I've accumulated a certain amount of information throughout the years up to this point, and I'm learning, learning to be better. Nice. Learning to be better, man. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. That was Went to a good high school, college dropout. Stop doing music. I, I know I'm talented at doing music. Um, I'm a good speaker, hence we're doing this podcast now. And, you know, there's a lot of opportunity out there that I feel like we that we need to take advantage of this opportunity every single day. Cause you had that, bro. Yeah, man. I've been saying same way up 30, 30 of the miles, crazy. Like, yo, that's not cool no more. Like, I mean, I did go to school. I did get a bachelor's or whatever, but I'm still in the crib, so mm-hmm. it didn't do much, honestly. But shout out to you, you got you got your bachelor's degree, man. Does it, ain't, do you think, like, do you, does it make you feel like you wasted, you wasted your time getting yeah, it? Yeah, like, so you just went you... to trade school, bro. That's how I feel. Yo, there's a lot of game that, that we didn't know about until, up until this moment. That's why I mentioned that, yo, there's a lot of knowledge that we accumulate accumulated through living and experiencing different shit and i spoke to my cousin i got a cousin named mo it's a girl she she does crossfit she's ox she's the one that got me into doing crossfit she's like fucking four foot she's like four foot nothing but she's like she's like built she's like fucking muscles are muscles have you met her my, my cousin I'm Mo. One, you I'm might at, have. i'm at one of your cousins that's all oh that's my cousin simone yeah she's ox too but <laughs> But, um, yeah, as I was saying, yeah, so she had even told me, like, 
she went to nursing school. She makes good money. She makes good fucking good money. But she went to school for a long time. She told me how she used to stress and and whatnot. And she she put me on game. She's like, yo, there's a lot of shit that she if she knew that she would have went to trade school to maybe do to X-ray or do something for like for like two three years and would have been out and making money from a long time instead of you know having to work work up throughout the ranks and and pay so much money for. <laughs> For, for, for school and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trace, 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 yeah. Shit. That shit. I didn't do that, man. But you know what, man? Living you bro. Like, I should have went to trace, or I should have went to trade school, bro. But you know what it yeah, is? You should have did what motherfuckers. You should have did what you did. Motherfuckers look down at that shit. But like, yo, you want to trade school? You not going to college? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's society, that's society, society societal yeah. pressure. That's pressure, pressure for your family because it's the whole idea of you know, we work hard to send you to school and we want you to go to college and we want you to end end the cycle of of, of you know living check to check and and whatnot. And you know it sounds good, but at the same time you want to we can't we come to the point where we have to learn to live for ourselves and. Yo, it sucks that we waited so long because I try to I try to go to college and work and do music and I feel like I overwhelmed myself and I feel like I missed out on a lot of opportunity and right now what I'm doing and what we're doing is dwelling on the past. Yeah. We're dwelling on the past. It's good to give background stories story to the listener and the audience, but yo, the past is the past and right now we're doing this podcast and we're not trying to be progressive and productive. We are being progressive and productive, man. Shout out to my good friend, Angie. She said, yo, get that word trying. We're doing it. Right now, we're doing yeah. it. And we, may not be in a, we may not be in a place where we hope to be, but we can't let hope hold us back either by looking too far into the future. You know, we look too far in the future and we look too back too far back into the past we start ignoring the the present which is disrespectful because we're disrespecting ourselves and that's where we are now in the present that makes sense to me bro yeah i learned that i learned that through a book the audio book i started listening to called the power of now oh yeah it's pretty dope bro it's really dope it's really helping me a lot i've been doing a lot of reading and stuff but this one especially the um couple of books I've read is David Goggins, um, Can't Hurt Me, has helped me a lot. Um, I just started reading Unlearned by Humble the Poet, and uh, um, I started reading The Four Agreements, but I, I stopped reading The Four Agreements because I felt like I needed something else. I think I have The Four Agreements again. Yeah, it's, it's good. I'm going to get back to it, definitely, because I, I know there's a lot more that I need to get into it, but I'm really stuck on this presence of the um the power of now and being present and and quieting our minds and not being puppets and pawns of our minds and being able to be masterful and powerful and use our minds as resources and tools to get to where we need to the future should be used by our means it shouldn't be where should where we should live because we can't live <clears throat> in the future we can only live within now right True. Yeah, exactly. But right now, we're doing this podcast. 
and we're doing progressive shit. We're gonna do radical shit. We're flawed human beings. Yeah, we're flawed human beings. Um, but let's let's do a quick background of of our history with entertainment and, and podcasting. Um, we started off doing the Four awesome. Sportsmen podcast, cast, and um, it was it was four of us because you weren't one of the original Four yeah. Sportsmen members. It was it was me and and three and our, three of our friends, me, Brian, Chris, aka Clive, and Jason. And you know, me and Jason had a disagreement. And you already know the background. Mm-hmm. One day we'll get into that. Maybe maybe one further down the line mm-hmm. on the next episode. But mm-hmm. there's a lot to get yeah. into tonight, a lot of right history. now. Yeah. And, and you were replaced. I mean, you you replaced Jason actually. Mm-hmm. And after a while, Brian, who we used to do the podcast at his house, at um, he bowed out because he felt like he wasn't giving enough time to his mm-hmm. family, and he has a daughter and. And he has a wife. He's he's a year younger than us. He just turned thirty. Actually, we turned thirty-one this year, and he felt like he he's a young he's a young father, a young husband, and he felt like he needed to give more time to his family, which is respectable and honorable. I feel like there's more to it, and one day maybe we'll get into that to me and him personally. But um, because we always had that, we always had talks of you know this could really feed our families and. You know, change the lives of the people that we love and people who are around us, and which I still thoroughly believe in as far as um podcasting and entertainment goes. But yeah, he stopped, and then Chris was it was just me, you, and Chris. We do, the three three sportsmen left doing the four <clears> sportsmen, <throat> and, and something was just missing, and we kind of fell off on that. Lost a drive, yeah. fell off on it, and we kind of depended on other people too much as far as the the next one instead of instead of you know carrying on because I could have found ways to do things by myself and carry on and same same for you or and I don't know where Chris's head was at. I still don't know where his head was at where his head is at to this day as far as podcasting goes but that's neither here nor there. Um so then we we stopped doing a four sportsman for maybe how long? Maybe like maybe months, like, like six months or something like that. Maybe like three. Half, like three yeah. months. Like, yeah, say like about three months, yeah. It felt like six. Mm. <laughs> God, I, I really fell in love with that process of, of creating and getting ready, coming up with the manifest and the treatment for each episode and curating a, a piece of art for the public to, to you know, to, to receive it. and I really enjoyed that process of doing it you know I, I was conscious of you know it started slowly growing a following I did care about the following mm-hmm. but I really cared about the process of of you know getting everything together and talking with my friends about about sports because I love sports yeah. you know <clears throat> and that was, that was always cool to me it helped help give me a sense of purpose and and you know, I enjoy conversation, so it works hand in hand. I enjoyed it, and it gave me it gave me a direction. Okay, everybody needs a direction, bro. So yeah, 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 yeah. 
And then we came up with What's the Word, which we're currently working mm-hmm. on. And this is our this is our first what do you call this is our it? First anchor podcast. This is our first anchor podcast. We've done um episodes online. We've done stuff about sports. Mm-hmm. We did something on Nipsey. We've done we've done um the funny video. So we're we're trying our hand at different things. And one thing we need to do is be more consistent with it, with our content mm-hmm. output. And we, which we can be, and which we will be. This anchor will really help. Yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. We're not gonna try. We're gonna do. Right. There's no such thing as try. You only do. Yeah, you can only do. It's trying is what you're te- trying is attempting. Nah, you just do it. Right. Yeah, keep shooting. What does say? Miss every shot you don't you don't take or something like that. Yeah, you miss every shot you don't take, right? You don't try to shoot. You shoot. Kobe never tried to shoot. Kobe shot the fuck out that rock. Yeah, yeah sports reference. <laughs> so now this is, what's the word, man? What, what do you think is going to, I'm going to say what do you think is going to become of this, but what kind of ideas you have, speaking out loud? Right now, man, I just want get to my, get, my get my voice out there. And just build on ideas and stuff that I may have. You know, just you know, just grow, grow as a human being. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, and you want to do that in front of the eyes of whoever, whoever chooses to to watch. Mm-hmm. I respect that. Same here. More of the same. Um, I don't like saying um during podcast, but. Yeah, you know, I want to and I will live my life on display because you know that's that's a part of being celebrity. I'm not a celebrity, but I don't I don't hope to be a celebrity, but I hope to be a beacon of light, a beacon of light that people could could look to when when they go, hmm. How did Nick Handel have eczema, which I developed maybe three and a half to four years ago, unfortunately, I didn't live my life with eczema, and I be having eczema, I, I still, listen to that, I be having, so fucking hurt sometimes, but I get eczema on my forearms and on my neck, both of my forearms, and it's, yo, it got me discouraged, got me discouraged, because I grew up having good skin, like, the hardest part of my skin was my, was my palms, and I, and I, I didn't mind that. At first, I used to hold a girl's hands up on my hand on her thigh or something. Or, or something. They're like, ow! <laughs> They're like, yo, what the fuck? But, you know, once I started doing CrossFit and working out in the gym and seeing my hands, they didn't peel or cut as fast as everybody else's. I was like, oh, my hands have purpose. These are hardworking man hands. For real. So, I was like, alright, cool. So, now... You can visibly kind of see it on my arms. I've been learning to switch my diet. I miss my my dermatologist, not my dermatologist. I miss my um aller, allergist appointments to see if I'm allergic to anything that may be causing this, or if I developed an allergy to something that may be causing it. But I got the days mixed up, and I was waiting two months for the damn fucking appointment, and that had me stressed too because it's like, damn, I gotta wait more. I still haven't made that appointment. Bro, you gotta get on it, bro. 
Yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't allow emotion or, or my mind to, to dictate what's good, what's, what's good or good for me. When I know what's good, what's what I know is good for me. You know, I know that I need to do that. Yeah, I know that we need to make, make podcasts and put out content somehow because I, I, I can rap and I, I do spoken word and I have good conversation and. You as well. You, you have have great conversation. You have a psychology degree, so you have a lot to share as far as the um the human mind goes. And you have a good, you have good intel on what on what may spark a certain nerve in someone or unnerve someone. So, yeah, but you don't really share that much. How come? How come you don't share that much about your psychology stuff, man? Aren't you are you are you really truly passionate about it or I like it or did you I like it a lot. do you like it or do you love it? I love it, man. But you know, like uh, school, it's a school part of psychology. You feel me? I just I'm not a big fan of school, but you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, it's for something you love, right? So it's worth it's worth going to school for. If I loved doing, if I, if I was into the medical field and I loved um, the idea of of opening someone's head up and going into their brain, yo, medical school would be worth going for me. But I like I feel like anything. I mean, journalism I probably could have gone to school for, but in this day and age, twenty nineteen, in the millennial era, which we are millennials, we don't need to go to school to. To become to um be successful at certain things, and but that's always been the case. But I feel like now there's more opportunities for that. Yeah. So sorry, I digress. So, what do you love about psychology? Cause I I don't really know too much about. It. I just know it has to do with what how the mind how the human mind works. Is that what it is? No, I just like understanding the why something is the way it is in a person. That's what I like about it. In the most simplest way that I can put it is that I like to understand what's going on, like why somebody did that, or what the motivation for this, or what 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 would what could be the motivation for that, or why why is it an act this way? Is it because of that? Is it because of this? Stuff like that. Okay, could you, could you give me an example of something like that? Like, if you could like freestyle something off your head, I'll I'll bear with you if you if you can't come up with something immediately, but I'll bear with you if you if you freestyle it because you know sometimes when you freestyle, it doesn't come out as smooth as you would you as it would have if you had written it down or pre had this premeditated and and ready to to throw out there. Okay. Um... Um, there was this class that I used to, uh, did. It was about um, <clears throat> basically the functions of the brain, like like the the, the nitty gritty, the nitty gritty kind of stuff, like what this part of the brain does, what this part of the brain does, what that is, what that is, and uh, that I was really interested in because because it was talking about. At first, I found it kind of boring, but then when I talk about um, like. They were talking about the eyes, and uh, you know I got like eye problems and stuff. So it was like really into that, like oh, the cones, talking about the cones and the 
the, the receptors and all that stuff. I was really into that. Also, um, like the different teachings of my, like the you know like the Godfathers of like, uh, I don't know Godfather is probably the wrong word, but like the innovators of psychology, like like Jung and Freud and stuff. They 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 into the inside into the world was really like interesting. So that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, hmm. I don't know who it was. I don't remember. I think it was John, but I'm not. I don't remember right now because I haven't. I haven't looked at a psychology book in like a little while. I think it was John about um, like family dynamic and stuff like that, which is really interesting to me because you know, in the hood, like family dynamic is weird because you know single moms and. You know, deadbeats and this this dudes take this dudes out here taking care of their kids because they baby moms, baby moms and shit. Yeah. And, and and vice versa, like your baby the girls out here doing what they gotta do because their baby father ain't shit. You know, that kind of stuff and how that can affect you as a child and all this other stuff. But it's real cool. Why why do you think? I know it's simple to say, yo, because because he's a bum. But why do you think fathers, or any, I'm not even to say father, because his mothers do more more time is the father. But why do you think fathers leave and, and they, they um leave their child to be raised by a single mother or a single father? Honestly, I think well, probably. Why do you think that a parent would leave? In my opinion, immaturity. Like you're not, you're, you weren't ready. You're not ready. You're not ready to have a kid. And you got to care about responsibility. You got to feed. You got basically a simple enough. In my the way I see it, your your job as a parent is to make sure they don't die. All right. So, cause some people just not ready for that shit, and like. Like, dude, since they don't get, because mothers get attached to the child during uh, pregnancy and during, uh, like, the first couple months of, um, what's it called, of, of infancy, and, and they get real attached to the child. So it's e- it's kind of easier for them to be like, okay, I love, I love this baby, like, yo, I got to take care of it. This was, this was once part of me. It was part of me for nine months, and now it's out in the world. And like, but sometimes, like mothers, mothers, in my opinion, mothers have a like, like you know, biological like oh, it's easier. Biological biological attachment to, to the baby. to their child because that that baby grew in them for nine months. It's, di- it's different for the two because um, you know you're not you're not attached to it. And um, I read I read I read that um. Like, um, there's a thing where um, the child, when the child is born, it mostly looks like the father, so that the father can, uh, can, can, like, in his brain could be like, oh, this is mine. You know what I'm saying? So they could get attached to the child. But, you know, if you don't see your kid and it's a baby, you're like, you know, out of sight, out of mind, like, oh. 
I had a kid, but you know, it's not part of my life. Like, so I'm gonna do what you do. Da da da. And the longer it is, the longer, yeah. the longer you're away from the baby, the easier it is to dissociate yourself from it. Mm. Hmm. And you know, you know how like we have this, we have this discussion. We've had it before, where we go, man. If I get this girl pregnant, or if I get a girl pregnant, like, yo, we're not ready for it. But I know the type of man I am, and I know the type of you are, man. You are because I've known you for such a long time that even though that you're not ready, and we're saying that right now without having a girl pregnant. Well, I hope that. <laughs> I hope not. I hope that we know that girl is uh, that not pregnant because randomly, I mean, strap up safe sex, all that. But anyway, you don't want to get that latex saying that you ain't wear latex. But anyway, yo, I know that we would get ready and make it happen. That we would get ready, even though like you're not ready until say you're not ready until you're ready, but. Once you know action, massive action has to be taken, you take action Put and to the fire, you just gotta go. You gotta do what you gotta yeah. do. Yeah. And that's that's the perfect segue into life. Not now that our minds get in the way, not dwelling too much into the past, not looking too far into the future, not being distracted by things that that shouldn't affect affect our action. We shouldn't be paralyzed, paralyzing ourselves based off what somebody else is doing that we may see on Instagram or someone that we may see at work or a family member because at the end of the day, this is our life. This is my life. This is me talking to myself now. This is my life. And only the only person that's in my way is me. Only person that can get out of my way is me. The only person that can make things happen for me is me. You know why? Because I have the power in my life. And I feel like whoever hears that should feel the same way. If they feel any, they feel like-minded, they feel like they, anyone that's listening to this feels like they've been inside. They've been, they've been the, um, the culprit that's been, that's been um, providing the problems in their own life. Then you have to face yourself and you got to go, yo, I'm doing this. Now I got to do this. I'm doing it. Just do it. Don't try to do it. Just do it. There's no trying. We mentioned this before. There's no trying. You got to do it. Get out of your way. Get out of your head and get into get into your life. And I, I'm 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 giving this advice based upon how I've been getting in my way and I'm not where I would like to be. And at the same time, that's me talking on in the past right now, and I'm glad that I'm able to be in this position now to share that. So that's me making the most of my experience and making the most of my now. Being able to share this experience on a podcast, being productive on a podcast. Me, there's so many times I had records that, that you guys had that like say, yo, oh, I fuck with this song and I don't put it out because I'm scared of the the, the public may not like it. And I come come to the point where, you know, I see classic people putting out records like like if it if it hit, it hit. If it don't hit, it don't hit. But at the same time, yo, he, he gonna figure out what it, what to make of it. Yeah. That's it. You no, know, I, I be thinking too much and 
Yeah. I, I got to use my mind as a resource and not, a, not as an impediment. And not let it, not let it be a, let it be my master. I gotta be its master. Yeah. I said, do you feel like you're being in your own head sometimes? Hell yeah, but way too much, way too much, bro. How about you? Do you find yourself in those type of predicaments? Yeah, yeah. sometimes I'm my own worst enemy, where I just, I know I'm supposed to. It's not even like, like I, like I'm not scared or nothing. It's just like. I know I'm. I know I'm supposed to do something, and then I just I don't know. I just don't do it. And just, I feel like I get in my own way. I think I'll be feeling like I don't know. You know what I read? I forgot where I read it. It might have been on Instagram or Tumblr or something, but or Twitter. I think it was a tweet, but someone tweeted that when we don't do something. That we are supposed to, that that we feel like is important to us, we're doing it to an avoid to avoid certain emotions, but at the same time, we create worse emotions when we don't do it, unconsciously, right. and we had, and I feel based upon what I've been reading and what I've been kind of discovering and putting things together, as far as my life goes, is, you know, we got to be more conscious of what we are doing and and what variables um are present like if i if i don't do this i gotta be like yo if i don't do this well then i have to deal with this then i have to deal with that da, 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 da. and you know i this shouldn't be too much too much weighing back and forth too much um mental conflict with that because Consciously, in our you know, in our supreme conscious, higher beings, we know what we should be doing. At the end of the day, we just make reasons not to do that. We create reasons not to do it. We, our minds create reasons not to do it, and we gotta separate ourselves from our minds. And it's like it sounds crazy, but we gotta separate ourselves from our minds. We gotta use our minds, not let our minds use us, because. We know we know what's right and wrong. Like if you see if you see a girl at, at the club and she looks good, yo, yo, we're dudes, yo, she, yo, she has a great body, fat ass, big breasts, beautiful face, and she's wasted, and, and she she pushes up on you. But you could tell that she's so far gone that she's wrong. She has no. She has no conscious, so she's not conscious of the decisions that she's making at the present moment. And but at the same time, we had maybe one or two drinks, and or maybe we just got into the club, and we're, we're completely sober. And you see these this girls all over. You see, you see this girls all over you. You know your you know deep down inside your best co- course of action, no matter how good she looks, is to yo maybe leave her alone, give yo get one of her friends that you see, you may see close by or yo give her some water or do something, but taking advantage of a of a woman where she doesn't have control of her faculties like as she normally would when she's sober, it's fucked up. Supremely fucked up. Yeah. It's not right. Yeah. So, 
there's things that we may that we know, but our, but our minds go, yo, bro. I ain't gonna lie, you ain't get some in a month and a half, and she looks fire. This, this is probably the top three girl you you ever associate with in your life, as far as how she looks. Wow. But you can't, yo. Your mind is not right all the time. And no matter how intelligent yeah. you are, no matter how much you went to school, yeah. That's that, that caveman brain thing right there. Yeah, you, you you know better. You know better. You weren't raised like that. Even even if you were raised bad, you know, yo, basic basic right and wrong is there. You know you shouldn't do it. You can't do it for um person for um selfish gain because at the end of the day, you're not really doing it for um. You 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 could put yourself on a line. You could get yourself locked up. You could ruin someone else's life. You could you could put yourself in a situation where this girl, this girl's husband or, or boyfriend or friend comes after you, and they want to do you bodily harm because they say, "Yo, you violated their friend." And they be totally in their right to do that. Yeah, but do the right thing, like Spike Lee said. Uh huh. Yeah, man. Yeah. So this is basically our pilot episode. Is, is there anything you wanna you wanna add or anything that's on your mind, y'all? Just throw throw darts at the um at at the board, bro. No, I don't have anything right now. I feel like this is a good, Yo, this, this is a good takeoff. This is a good. This is a good. Uh, it's like we shot the monkey. We shot the monkey into space before the astronauts came. Oh, I like that. Shooting the monkey in the space before the astronauts come. Yeah. Is that what we should name the episode? Yeah. I, don't I don't know if we want to name it that. Shoot the monkey in the space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it sounds like you're going to like take a gun and shoot the monkey inside of space, bro. <laughs> Maybe they call it monkey astronauts or something. I don't know. But... I feel like this is a good, good, good trial run for uh, for yeah. Oh, this sounds something I wanted to discuss. Yeah. All right, so, all right, so remember I mentioned earlier that I, I was reading a book called "Can't Hurt Me" by David Goggins. Mm-hmm. David Goggins is a retired Navy SEAL, and he does. He's an ultra marathon runner. He's like he's a beast. He turned his life around. He was abused as a child by his father, um, verbally, um, physically. He went through some shit. Um, found out he had a hole in his heart. All type of crazy shit, bro. And um, he really put himself in a lot of uncomfortable situations, and and he did a lot of mind exercising, like. It's this thing that that he even came up with called a cookie jar, and he kind of trained his mind. And the cookie jar is basically there's a lot of things that that you take from within your life that you are successful that you use it as fuel when you feel like you're in a predicament where you feel like you're about to give up. So maybe you're running in a marathon and you're like, "Damn, oh my God, I want to stop!" And you got to you bring yourself to the moment where you ran track in high school where where you came in, came top three in the whole whole state or something. You, or something that you did previously that you go, you know what, I'm a fucking bad. That reminds you how how capable you are, more or less. Okay, and it gives you, like, fuel? 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's fuel or extra push, I should say. But um, I bring that up because, um, like, I do CrossFit, and lately I've been missing a lot of CrossFit classes. Like, before I was going four to five days a week, and now I'll probably go two days a week. And, you know, I go to work. I start work anywhere between 12 and twelve and 2, the latest, and I get off of work about 10 o'clock every, every night. And I usually, I usually, you know, come home and maybe I, I watch something, I read something or, you know, I go on the phone or, and talk to someone or I was able to still do that and just be motivated, be off the high, like, yeah, you know, get up and have this purpose. Because even David Goggins in his book, he wakes up and he, he starts his day exercising, exercising, he goes for a run and, before he does before he does a lot of certain things and my morning routine was pretty pristine like I I was waking up four o'clock five o'clock it is a five o'clock class and a six o'clock class I'll break depends on which one I, I want to go to I'll they, they teach, it's the same it's the same um exercise for the day so all classes are gonna have the exercise it doesn't I could but it's just like I want to get an extra hour of sleep and more or less so I used to get up early come home take a shower take a nap take my mom to work um go, come back home. If, I, if I'm still feeling tired, take another nap. I read. I do 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 a podcast with with you, or uh, or I watch something, you know, because I still got to spend time with myself and treat myself good. I feel is important. Um, or and I, and then get something to eat and go to work. But I've been feeling like I think me- mentally I've been more fatigued than anything, and it's been hard for me to go to sleep at night. And I think. Like I've gotten away from certain things. Like I, a part of those pro- that process in the morning time was, you know, I was doing more, more meditation, and I, I would do like a ten to fifteen minute um, meditation, sometime before I sleep, sometimes um, when I wake up, sometimes both. And I got away from that. Um, yeah, I'll wake up in the morning. The past couple of mornings, I've been waking up. I'm looking at my alarm. I'll set like six alarms to make sure I go, and I. The first one goes off. I'll turn all of them fucking alarms off, and I'll go back to sleep. Mm. Yeah, and I haven't been been as consistent as I I would like to be going to the gym. And yo, it's that it's yo. Get, I'm getting in my way, and I need to get out of my way. And I will get out of my way, and I will go to the gym tomorrow morning. I know it's um twelve thirty five, thirty five minutes after midnight, but. I'm gonna let you know tomorrow if I end up going to the gym, bro. All right, man. Yeah. So I should get some sleep. All right, man. Get some sleep. Get some shut eye. Hit the gym. Definitely, definitely. It's important, man. I feel a lot better when I, my day when I start my day like that. I feel so much better, man. I feel so much better. <laughs> All right, bro. Um, till next time. Till next time, bro. I'll talk to you tomorrow, bro. All right, man. All right later, bro. Later.